Hey, this is Amy. And this is Lindsay. And this is Girl Talk Live. We are so pumped that you're here with us as we unpack how being a girl and being a mom is the best when you're walking and talking with Jesus every day and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Hey, hey, here we are. Happy um, Sunday. Happy Girl Talk Live Sunday at 3. Not Tuesday at two. No. Sunday okay, now we're live on Facebook too. Oh, hey, Facebook! Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah. So welcome back. I've missed everyone. We've missed even you. though we haven't seen you, but we've missed um entertaining you guys because mm -hmm. that's what I've heard all the last like two months is just how much everyone loves to watch us and laugh at us. <laughs> Everyone tells We're us like, that we make them us. laugh. Yeah, they're like, "Yeah, y'all are so funny." Oh, good. <laughs> Whenever I like speak, people always tell me that I make them laugh, and I'm like, "Well, okay, thanks. I hope you're closer to Jesus while you're laughing, because that's what everyone's always like. You're so funny," and I'm like, "No, I'm really not." But like, <laughs> she thanks. Is. She's funny. So we're really mm -hmm. glad we can make y'all laugh. Yes. So we're excited to be back making y'all laugh for the fall. Mm -hmm. And, um, but don't laugh so hard that you fall. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yay. <laughs> Back to the puns. Uh -huh. We're, um, we are, um, you know? No. Yeah. We she reads what? my mind. <laughs> Obviously. We have been playing the most fun game. That's what I was trying to say. It's, um, I don't remember what it's pun called. Pun intended. Pun intended. It's a little box of cards where you, I mean, the game is, like, you read them all to your team. There's a timer, and whoever can guess the most before the timer goes off, you know, they get points for everyone they guess. But we just read them at dinner, in the car, wherever. And um, and they're really, like, creative. It's a whole box full of cards with, like, ten of these sentences on there. And I'm like, who has come up with this stuff? But it's good, like, fun just when there's nothing else to do. You pull out the card. It just It's a good conversation starter. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of one, but I really can't. I can't remember. I keep thinking about it's um, oh, really... We'll pull them out for next time. Like, um, mm -hmm. eating a clock is really time-consuming or something like that. But why would it you was eat a something clock? Like, no, it was something like that, but that wasn't it. But it was... Um, eating around the clock is really time-consuming. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember... That was um, a real laugh. Like, you really are <laughs> laughing right now. I'm so impressed. Okay. So, anyways. Okay, wait. Where are, why are we here? <laughs> um, welcome to Girl Talk. We're hey, so excited. It's September. We love September. It's our favorite month. It is our favorite month. So, we just spent the last week um, celebrating. We were going to make a video about it, but we never did. Oh. So. So much to do. It's we like, really. Look, there's a leaf falling. <laughs> Yay, September. We talk about making videos for y'all all the time, and they uh -huh. never happen. So Sorry. at least we're um gonna be better. We're about always it. thinking about you, though. Always. Definitely thinking about you. Yes. So we love September, and the the trees are starting to fall. <laughs> no. <laughs> Watch out, timber. <laughs> I mean leaves. The leaves are starting to fall. Yeah. So we're happy about that, and um, I'm just thinking about how, um, I think it was Noah, someone was talking about the other day how I don't have any, like, inflation in my voice, and I'm just like, inflation? yeah, we're so <laughs> Did you say inflation? 
inflection or inflection i don't know okay so we're happy we're so happy can you tell um so yeah we're super excited that it's fall and <laughs> the leaves are falling and um don't get hit by any trees we hope you're well and you're not sick but if you are that's okay you're gonna get better and we're praying um, for you yeah so We've had a lot of fun with our paint fights. We're definitely glad they're over. Um, I don't think we've had any live videos since the paint fights. So if you haven't been following along with us, we had um, 10 paint fights. We and... had a big bag of cups. <laughs> oh, yeah. We used all the cups. Definitely go watch our last video of the summer. If you didn't get to see that glory of me getting, like, just completely, like. Impaled, not by trees, but by cups. Yeah, it was Hopefully fun. there won't be any trees. Yeah, I hope your trees don't fall. Mm -hmm. But if they do, you'll be fine. But I do hope your paper towels come out. Yeah, <laughs> always. That was probably like, that no, was it like, was a little bit, a little bit. I think it was the second time we actually really? got together. And yeah, the first time was for lunch. The second time we went to a coffee shop and she had gone into the restroom and after washing her hand, the paper towels wouldn't come out. And so she came back out, and I was getting my coffee, and I said, well, hold on, I'll be right there, I'm going to go use the restroom. And she said, I hope your paper towels come out. And she just said it so nonchalantly, like it was no big deal, and I was like, I laughed so hard. I was like, who is this? <laughs> but I laughed so hard, I was like, wow, okay, thank you. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. I'm glad your paper towels came out. They did. Yeah, so fall is so fun and exciting, mm -hmm. and it looks a lot different than it ever has. Um, we now have 10 cities of Girl Talk, which is super exciting. Actually, we might have 11, because we actually did split Montgomery and Pike Road, so I think that makes 11, and we busted out of the state this week, Woo! so our last two weeks ago, I don't even know, but uh -huh. we're officially out of the state, so. Wait, this is so fun. Say it. We're now on 30A. <gasps> Yay. So, whenever at the beach, you have Girl Talk now. Yep. And we have some exciting stuff that we're planning for 30A and um, next summer and all mm -hmm. of that. So, stay super tuned. Fun. And um, super excited about that. And mm -hmm. we're starting city groups this year, which um, is a lot like what we already have for Girl Talk, but it'll just be um, a lot more intentional discipleship now that we um, have some type of limits on our gatherings and stuff. And so, we're going to have more of a time where um, you can do online discipleship and you can have smaller groups and um, there'll be more like texting and all that kind of stuff is going to be um, integrated into our city groups for the fall. And so if you are interested in doing one of those, you can um, email us, email us. It's all on our website and um, just kind of we'll tell you more about it once we get. But that will start happening next week. Um, and we have awesome high school leaders and all of our cities that are going to help with that and all you, that great stuff so mm -hmm. um we'll also have city groups for high school girls um that you can get involved in with all of that in all of our cities and college girls and all of that so mm -hmm. um more info is all on our website but you can also just ask us about it and we'll tell you it's all posted on instagram and everything you need to know is really posted on instagram it's um like a diagram of six pictures and um there's actually one picture that is just a bunch of legs and I didn't really like think about it. And then one of the girls was like, did you post these pictures of these legs? And I was like, oh yeah, well, if you look at it, it's just one big picture because we are all just part of the big picture. Oh, you know? wow. <laughs> so, um, no so pun intended. Um, so good. 
yeah, so all the info's there. If you have any questions, just let us know. But we started the garden this week. Yay for the garden. So um, we love the garden. We tried the garden. Um, one of my oh oh yeah this is definitely a figurative garden no it's real yeah well our hearts are real and the um, the thing is real that we're doing but it's not like a, an actual garden with like dirt we have dirt okay all right anyway go ahead <laughs> no i want to hear what you have to say um we didn't like actually plant a garden with tomatoes or flowering flowers <laughs> or anything. We're talking about the garden. The garden, oh, which is in know? each of us. Which is in each of us in our hearts. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Your turn. Okay, so in First Corinthians 3, did you know that it actually talks about plants and waters and gardens and all that stuff? Does it? I didn't even know it. But wow. actually... Is it Isaiah 55? Isaiah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh -huh. um, it talks about how we're a well watered garden, you know? Yes. Isaiah 55? Yes. Really? That's come to me all who are thirsty, but it probably has something oh, to do with Oh, I love that song by Cutlass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a great song. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 3. Mm -hmm. um, it's the role of God's servants, and it says um, it's talking about. You're supposed to water the garden. Yeah. Okay, I'll just start with verse 1 because, you know, we got to start from the front. Mm -hmm. um, for my part, brothers and sisters, I was not able to speak to you as spiritual people, but as people of flesh, as babies in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, since you were, you were talking about this in Bible study the other day. I was. Okay, so I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, since you were not yet ready. Yeah, you didn't think I was listening, did you? I know, you're always listening. Um ready not since you were not yet ready for it in fact you are still not ready because you are still worldly for since there is envy and strife among you are you not worldly and behaving like mere humans for whenever someone says i belong to paul and another i belong to apollos are you not acting like mere humans and then verse 5 says what then is apollos what is paul they are servants through whom you believed and each has the role god has given them i planted Apollo, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one each will receive his own reward according to his labor. For we are God's co-workers, we are God's, build, God's building. So... Wow, I love that. It says each one will be um, rewarded what he is labor for his own. Each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. And that definitely shows up in my garden over there. I mean, at the beginning of quarantine, we did actually plant a garden. And because we thought it would be fun. It was so fun. It was a lot of fun to plant it. Um, but we really didn't take care of it. And yesterday we pulled it all out of the ground because it was pretty much dead we pruned some of it though. we did print it yeah but and but it's definitely it definitely takes works work to tend to a garden yes and it takes labor mm -hmm. to grow something it takes work it takes effort yes so and i love just like in the gospel like sharing the gospel discipling like which is what really all of girl talk is about it's just discipling and missions and fellowship like it's all in there and so like, even though 
we plant the seeds and like we hope we're planting seeds with y'all like in our videos and like with discipleship and all of that like we hope that that's planting seeds and we hope that it's like watering them but God's the one who grows it and that's where we talked about this summer a lot like we talked all summer about relationships but really like the main point in all of that was like we we have relationships and we have we do like all this stuff we have discipleship we have worship like we have all of that but like we want and we want to do that with you but most importantly like we hope that whatever we say and like whatever we do together just like spurs you on to do it like more for yourself and having like that relationship with God and yourself because that's mm -hmm. the most important relationship and so if you haven't gone back to watch our videos and listen to the podcast and all of that like definitely do that um they're really like some of our longer ones are like an hour because we just love to talk to each other mm -hmm. and and we love to um, talk to y'all about Jesus yes mm -hmm. so we started we actually have two videos on the relationship our relationship with Christ um, and those are really, really good. They're um, the first two, um, week, week one of the summer. Um, and that just start, kind of starts off. But that's what I love, just going back to that, because God really, it says only God is the one who gives growth. And then um, later on, like, if you go to our garden devos, they're all available this week. But um, starting next week, we'll start our subscriptions that y'all have already gotten. Um, gotten but there it's $10 this month. Um, and you'll be able to have access to all of our studies for First and Second Corinthians. So um, all of that will close actually tomorrow. Um, so you'll want to get into that. But it's First Corinthians 3 is what we just read. But it keeps talking about how, according to God's grace that was given to me, I've laid a foundation as a skilled master builder and another builds on it. And each one is careful how he builds. For no one can lay any other foundation than what has been laid down. That foundation is Jesus Christ. And um, it just talks more about, like, foundations and stuff. But that really is, like, the main point of everything we do is just, like, our foundation in Christ. And um, and so, like, when you build a garden or you build a house or you build anything, like, your soil, your foundation, like, in the way of our spiritual <laughs> um, wisdom, like, it's all built on Christ. And that's how God waters it. And it's not going to be watered. It's not going to be run in any other way except for, like, when we build upon our relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, so, um, I love, I don't know, like, First Corinthians, Paul is, like, just super blunt. He's talking about the church at Corinth, and, um, just, they're, I don't know, it kind of gets into some of these, um, chapters have been really hard to try and, like, pull out, like, what we can learn from them but I mean there's obviously everything we can learn in these chapters is just so important just learning from what the church in um, Corinth really was going through and what Paul was trying to tell them and um, and he really talks a lot about worldly wisdom and like godly wisdom and spiritual wisdom but I love how he's just like super blunt with like how the world is foolish and how Christians like one of the verses is um I wish I just like I have so many underlined things <laughs> but um it says let's see I think it's yeah um chapter 1 verse 27 it says God has chosen what is foolish in the world to shame the wise and God has chosen what is weak in the world to shame the strong God has chosen what is insignificant and despised in the world 
what is viewed as nothing to bring to nothing what is viewed as something, so that no one may boast in his presence. It is from him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became wisdom from God for us, our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, in order that, as it is written, let no one boast, boast, no, let no one who boasts, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Sorry, I'm so used to saying let no one boast, like, in himself. Isn't that a verse? Or did yeah. I just make that up? Yeah. No, that's 2 Corinthians 12. Oh, perfect. I will not boast in myself. Oh, yes. It's true. <clears throat> Um, so I like all those verses because they sound like, um, sentences that I like to say, you know, the twisted mm-hmm. ones of just like God's chosen what is foolish <laughs> in the world to shame the wise. Uh-huh. He's chosen insignificant and despised in the world, but his viewed as nothing to bring to nothing what is viewed as something. <laughs> <laughs> so I just love like the humility in that. Cause obviously like, and you're really good at talking about this because like we are in our humility. It's like that quote that's like humility isn't thinking of ourselves thinking less of ourselves it's thinking of ourselves less right and so there's just like always this balance of like we are nothing without christ but because of christ we are something we are so much more because of who christ is in us but without him we're nothing Mm -hmm. and then we use our knowledge of who we are in christ and our confidence of who we are in christ to let ourselves be nothing and put others before ourselves to honor them and show them who they are by loving them as Christ has loved us because we don't have anything to prove because we know that in Christ we are complete we've been given everything and so we don't have to prove anything we don't have to prove something of ourselves Mm -hmm. so in that we can serve others yeah and Paul like backing up to verse 17 in chapter 1 it just says for Christ did not send me to baptize but to preach the gospel not with eloquent was eloquent eloquent wisdom so that the cross of Christ will not be emptied of its effects and like I just love that because it shows there's um we talked about in some of our it might be um the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but is the power of God to us who's being saved is verse 18 in chapter um chapter one but it just goes on just to talk about how like um we we preach christ crucified um it's foolishness to the world um christ is the power of god and the wisdom of god because god's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom and god's weakness is stronger than human strength and so I mean, it just goes on this whole, like all of this whole like book is just all about how God is so much stronger than us and we have his wisdom in us when we choose him and we walk with him. Um, but there's also the foolishness of the world. And it's just, I mean, I just keep wanting to say stuff so you can just say About something. the foolishness of the world. I just keep seeing Well, and, I, and also, I mean, this is definitely, we were talking about how this is a hard book to talk about just because it talks about the consequences of choosing the world over Jesus. And chapter five is talking about, you know, immorality. It's definitely immorality. And that's what, you know, um, as Christians, we're living in definitely an immoral world. And you look at anything on any type of media and you will see the immorality. I mean, that's why we, that's why a lot of moms don't let their children have phones, you know, and, and we're okay with that and, and all that kind of stuff. And 
I don't know. I mean, I, I hate to not address any part of it. We don't have to get specific, but in <laughs> um, chapter 5, verse 5, it said, it's talking about a certain situation. It says, hand this, um, um, <laughs> it says, hand this man over to Satan so that the sinful nature may be destroyed and his spirit saved and his spirit saved on the day of the Lord. Okay, and it's, it really is talking about, um, you know, immorality. But they, and they were talking about a certain situation between different believers in the church. And so, but in my study Bible, it says they, the reason they expelled the immoral person from the church and they cut off fellowship is so that when that person is officially ostracized from the church, it would cause that per person such anguish that they would repent. They would hate their situation. They would hate being cut off from everyone. They would repent and forsake their wicked ways and then come back and be saved. And so the reason I think it's so important to talk about that is because we all are given a choice every day. You know, God says, choose today whom you will serve. And he talks about, in Deuteronomy, the choices of um, obedience, the, the, the results of obedience and the results of disobedience. He's like, blessings for obedience and <laughs> curses for disobedience. And so the reason I don't want to ignore chapter 5 is because I think it's, it's, it's just fair that everyone understand the consequences of sin. I mean, God lays it out there. And so the consequence that the Bible says not only that sin brings death, but they're talking about as we choose to live life on the foundation of Christ, this is why, you know, because even if you go astray, it's going to, um, it's going to, you know, the Bible says that the hopes of being ostracized is to bring you back. It's not just to be mean because you're different or whatever. It's, so that in repentance you'll come back um and oh and that, that gave me the other thought is um you know as we live life and make choices day to day and like we've talked about before you might make your choices while you're living at home with your mom and dad um and choose to follow their ways for different reasons but when you get off to school i'm going to do whatever i want to and and we've talked about needing to have a reason for that um, choice to follow Jesus and stay true to his ways and everything that you've learned growing up. Um, here's one reason. <laughs> um, but then the other thing that I was thinking about is how Esau sold his birthright for a um, cup of soup. And it talks about in Hebrews where he was so hungry. Sorry, I was thinking about the soup. Oh, that was good. Yeah, it was thanks so for good. Thanks for liking it. Um, okay. So, um, but it said that he was so hungry that he sold, like he ignored everything that was right. He ignored the truth. He ignored the truth and he sold his birthright for a cup of soup. He didn't care what anybody said. And so we have to be aware of our, our soul hunger, our heart heart hunger, um, knowing that everything that we are wanting when we're faced with a choice between the world and everything out in front of us, that we're ultimately wanting to be filled um, 
we're, we're longing. We have a longing that can only be satisfied by Christ, by Jesus, by, by his love for us. And so that's why we're talking about this and the consequences, what is talked about in chapter 5, 1 Corinthians 5. Um, and so that's, that's why I hated to just kind of gloss over it when we are in this study and we were in like chapter two well i know but we aren't <laughs> going to talk about like all the books oh, today no. so yeah so chapter five it oh, took my watch off sorry <laughs> i just needed i needed to be away you know there's um there's the time oh no i was just looking at the date um oh. <laughs> so yeah our devotional in uh the garden today is chapter five so um we talked a lot about um accountability which goes with everything you just said um but accountability and just that like because chapter five is talking about all of that and it's talking about how um we don't like we don't judge the people on the outside we we judge the people which i think in this context i like the word that we've kind of i mean accountability is in the bible right yeah like accountability is a thing in the bible but i think that's like for me that's kind of the way i see it is like we keep each other accountable like on the inside and um in church and stuff like that and so our devotional is about accountability which is what you just said because we know that ju- that god is the one that judges the hearts but we can also tell the heart by the fruit and yeah. that's kind of what we're talking about when we say judging and i mean you, know, you want kind of friends thing. that and i think we talk about this in our devotional day it's just like you want friends and you want to be the friend that like calls each other out when you need it you know like if you just go through life and nobody tells you like we're not perfect and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to have the days where we don't want to, you know, like we don't want to do what's going to help someone else. We just want to do what we want to do. And we need the people that are going to be like, Hey, like you don't need to do that. And that's what, I mean, Paul's talking about in this, like you shouldn't, like you shouldn't feel bad for like keeping each other accountable and you should keep each other like you should keep your friends accountable but like you should also receive the accountability for yourself because we That's all need meekness. it being meek yeah being teachable yeah and so and um, humility that's what i mean i i like chapter five because it just reminds us like and we talked a lot this summer too like we're really all of us are really just like one decision away from like being where that other person is that we're judging and we're like oh we can't believe they did that but like that's just one decision away for us and like and it's just grace that keeps us from doing that yeah and we all have temptations like the bible says we're going to be tempted but i mean what i love about jesus is that he was tempted in all the same ways that we are and that we are going to be like he he didn't have to come here and put on flesh and like walk the life that we are walking but he did that so that we didn't have to walk in the flesh we could walk in him mm-hmm. and um and so he he basically like he not only died for us but like he lived for us and he put his flesh on for us mm-hmm. so that we could not only know that like we can do it but also just know that he did it for us mm-hmm. and um and so yeah i mean i like chapter five it's a tough one you might want to you five know and six. read it with but your they're mom good. But everybody <laughs> It's all good. It's, yeah. Every part it's in the is Bible. good and necessary, and that's why it's there. And that's what, I mean, tomorrow our devotion will be on um, chapter 6. And it says, like, some of you, it goes through all just the, like, don't you know that the unrighteousness no, will not inherit God's kingdom? And it goes through all of these, like, lists of, you know, these scary lists that we read in the Bible of, like, what, like, the unrighteousness look like. And we all, I mean, that 
that like whole chunk of scripture that like people read and they're like it says i mean it's not this one but it says something like that where like this is these are the unrighteous people and like it's all of this like murder and like idolatry and it's all this like really big stuff and then it's like obey your parents <laughs> in the middle of like the big chunk uh-huh. you know yeah so um <laughs> ephesians yeah probably um okay so it says like these people they will not inherit the kingdom and it says some of you used to be like this but you were washed you were sanctified you were justified in the name of the lord jesus christ and by the spirit of our god and um and so we talk about that tomorrow and it then it goes into our favorite everything is permissible but not everything is beneficial (laughs) so um tomorrow's devotional is great because it reminds us like we can eat the whole cake if we want to but But we're gonna feel terrible (laughs) and we're gonna feel terrible and that's how the world is and that's what the enemy tries to make us think is that we can make these decisions and we can do whatever we want and like it will be fine and it's not and that's really what um chapter five talks about it says like um like actually i wrote i wrote to you not to associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister and then like is just like Still, and then lives in all of it. So it's really, choices. it's us who claim to have Christ, but live in the world. Like, that's who Paul is warning them about. And that's who Paul is telling them, like, get rid of them. Like, don't hang out with the people that claim Christ and claim the world. Because we can't do that. Like, we can't be in the world and we can't be in Christ. Like, you take one or the other. You can't go for Auburn and Alabama. I don't care who tells you that you can't. Like, you just can't. You can't go for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Like, it's you can't do it. Like, you can't be a rebel in it all. Like, you just can't. And you can't be for the world, and you can't be for Christ. And um, that's what I spoke on that one time, and I talked about how, like, could you imagine Nick Saban's face if you showed up to practice in an Auburn jersey? Like, you just, you don't do that. And that's what we do every day that we show up, and we're like, Jesus, we love you so much. And, and then, like, and then we go fight do the world other stuff all day too. long. And it's not, we're all going to sin. Like, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But, like, we don't have to live in sin. Like, we Can't don't have to that's, give in that's to the enemy. That, yeah, like, the enemy has twisted all of us and all of our minds in the world just to saturate us in this world of, like, you, you're a sinner. You messed up. Mm-hmm. You're not perfect. So just go do whatever you want, and God's still going to forgive you. And, like, yeah, that's true, but, like, there's still consequences to that sin that you can't imagine and that you won't deal with until uh, probably a long time oh, later. And yeah. that's the thing that no one understands. No one understands that the consequences might not be tomorrow or or next week, but it's yeah. it's 10 years later when you're like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and so all this stuff that seems like it's funny and it seems like, oh, it's okay because, you know, it's just fine. It's really not. Yeah. It's really not. Because, like. And, and also the reason that it, you can't do it, like, because she's saying you can't do it, you can't do it. When there's so much love for Jesus in you, you don't want to do it. Yes. You want him more. Right. And so that is the time where we have to examine ourselves and say, what am I truly wanting more? And if you if you aren't at a place where you want Jesus the most and you're willing and strong and ready to say no to anything else, or you find yourself in those hard situations where you're like, oh, I'm in the middle of it. Everybody's doing it. I want to do it too. You know, that's when 
it's okay to go to your quiet place and say, Lord, I still want this really bad, but I know I, I know I need to say no, so please fill this desire that I'm having and help me want you more. And that's Holy Spirit's job in you. He is our truth teller, our comforter, um, our life giver, and he is in us to help us glorify Jesus. So when you talk to him and say, Holy Spirit, I am really struggling, that's, um, you will, that's the verse that says you won't be tempted beyond what you can bear. And he will always provide a way out. So when you find yourself in that situation, that's when you're like, Lord, strengthen me, help me out of this situation, and help me say no so I can love you more and I can glorify you. And he will. He absolutely every time will. Yes. Okay, sorry. No, There's don't this, say sorry. I know, I'm sorry. I am oh, sorry about it's a that. Tree. I know, it looks good on you. Like everything. <laughs> um you should be sitting here. No. Look, there's her palm trees. <laughs> oh, I did take that picture. Like, the picture of our background, I took it before you came down here. Because oh. it was, like, really pretty. Oh, good. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was about to just, like, I, I was, like, fuming. So, you kind of calmed me down a little bit. But I do, like, want to do that weird thing that people do when they're online and they're, like, doing things like this, you know? Uh-huh. Like, calling everybody else. Like, I want to, like, look, no, I want to, like, look at the camera and I want these people to look at me and my eyes, and, uh-huh. which I just don't even know if I actually can do that because eye contact can makes you me look feel really awkward. <laughs> but I just, there. like, yeah, like, get really close. I have to tell you something. <laughs> okay. We want you to look in our eyes. I just really want to tell you that it matters what you're watching. Yes, and it really does. Like I really, if I could, if I kept looking in the camera with your f- eyes in my eyes, I would start crying because it really does matter. And when we're talking about consequences later, I, that's all I can think about is because you can't unsee what you've seen, and God can, God can, um, God can <laughs> redeem everything, and He will, and He'll redeem the choices that you've made, and the decisions that you've made, and the temptations that you've given into, and this situations that you found yourself in but I know there are so many girls struggling with what you're watching right now and it's always been a boys thing and it's always been a boys topic and everyone always talks about how guys are addicted to pornography and guys do this and guys shouldn't do that and no one ever talks to us about anything like that or the shows that we're watching or the videos that you're watching or the songs that you're listening to or the books that you're reading no one talks to us about that but it really does matter what you are filling your mind with and what you are watching and the TV shows really matter, and um, and so. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We're okay. in a TV show. No, that that um, was Aunt Glenda, though. So, it was Aunt Glenda? Oh, maybe not. It was her. Okay, sorry. Okay, so, so God, we, look back into our eyes. We broke the um seriousness again, okay. but um, it really does. It really does matter. And um, and so, yeah, because there are consequences that you won't. I mean, you, you know, that's that's Satan's tool. That's what he like. When you're hurting yourself, he backs off. Yeah. But when you are helping yourself is when he keeps it on. Yes. So you isolate yourself in your room with your phone, with your 
iPad with your, with your AirPods computer and you watch shows and you rewatch shows and you rewatch scenes and you rewatch this and Satan's not bothering you because he already has you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you feel a little guilty, but then you keep doing it because you're not talking to anyone about it and no one's talking to you about it. And so you're like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's fine. I can watch this and be fine because everyone else is watching it and they're fine. And But you don't know they're fine. Yeah. And they're so, not talking about it. Um, tomorrow is, we'll talk in the garden about 1 Corinthians 6, but, um, it talks about glorifying God in body and spirit, and, um, like we just said, like, everything's permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial, so, yeah, you don't have a lock on your phone, like, on your Netflix, or, um, you don't, maybe you don't have parental, um, permissions on your, you know, on your streaming devices, but um, you can ask God for that, like, Holy Spirit check, and you can ask Him, um, because, like, I set my alarm every night, like, my like my motion detector alarm, especially when I get really scared, and I always ask Him to, like, remind me, because what scares me the most is when I wake up and I go get some breakfast, and I set the alarm <laughs> off, and then it's so loud. And she forgot that she said it the night And I'm like, oh, no, I set it off on myself, because of why am I even <laughs> setting this thing? There's no one in the woods up here and um and so but he'll he'll like he'll do that like he'll set that thing off in your head and um my favorite like mike ellis always gives this talk about texting and sending stuff that you shouldn't be sending and you know when you go to like delete something it asks you are you sure like are you sure you want to do this but when you go to send it it doesn't ask you if you're sure mm-hmm. you just do it and it's the same thing like it doesn't ask you if you are sure you want to watch this, but when you try and close it, it says, are you sure? Like, are you done? Are you sure you want to close this? And, but it doesn't ask you when you go to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so honestly, like, I'll be, I'll be honest with y'all. Like I have my, like anything that can put a like lock or a pin on anything. Like I have it on there just to give me that extra check of like, are you, you have to put in these numbers and I try and make them, numbers that like are a bible verse or something that's gonna make me like think about it more and i do it sometimes i'll go do it on my phone like y'all all have screen time on your phones and you can set that your mom doesn't have to set that for you you can do it um and you can put locks on things just for accountability and just for um just even just like screen time like how much time you're using like it's not even about watching bad stuff it's just about what you're filling your minds with and even social media, scrolling endlessly and, like, aimlessly through social media can be bad for our minds. It's being proven, like, psychologically, scientifically proven that it is, like, it's messing with our minds. Well, and not only that, I mean, think of, and I know you don't know, like, what all you could be growing in right now because maybe someone's never told you. But, y'all, we are so capable of so much. If you think about everything that Beethoven wrote when he was four years old and what Mozart did... And if you think about all the classic artists of the Renaissance and the people who built um, the architects that made all the buildings before there was, you know, Auburn University School, you know, architecture school. Y'all, this stuff is already in us. And, And there is a verse in the Bible that says we are going to give an account of how we used our time. It's called stewardship. And so it's not to make, it's not to guilt you into, oh, you don't need to be on your phone so much. It's in, it's to encourage you and inspire you into who you were created to be. 
Y'all, we were made in the image of an amazing creator. And we don't even understand how capable we are of so many things if we will just turn off the distractions. I mean, that is the enemy's number one tool is right now is just entertainment. There's a book that I love to refer to. I wish I really wish I had the time to read it and I will one day, but it's called Entertaining Ourselves to Death. And it's really the trick of the enemy. Um and and everything. And I'm not saying that it I'm not saying that a TV show is bad. I'm saying that when we most allow it well, I mean most of them are. Little House on the Prairie, that's a good one. Andy Griffith Little Women, Little Women those are good. There are times when you're like, oh, I've just got to check out and turn my brain off and I've, because I've been working so hard. And there are wholesome things that we can do. I'm saying, you know, speaking of accountability, have someone, you know, y'all talk to each other and say, what have you grown in this week? Where are you growing? Where are you stretching yourself? Because y'all, we were created to be amazing things. And we have gifts and talents that we get to use for God's glory. And so if we really take if we take it with that attitude and you get mad at the enemy for stealing your life, I mean, you get mad at an intruder or someone who came and robbed your house and took your computer, right? The enemy is stealing our identity. I mean, he is stealing, bam, I'm sorry, I'm, I shouldn't do that. I'm too old to be doing that. Um, I mean, he's I stealing our identity, you know? And so think about it that way. You were made for so much more. You were made, you, when Adam and Eve were made, God gave them dominion over the earth. He gave them dominion to rule over creation with love and with joy and excitement. And so if you don't have that right now, if you are not thriving, why not? What is stealing that from you? And it makes me so mad. It, when I, I mean, it fires me up to think about what you could be. Who were you made to be? And you can't know that unless you know Jesus, because you are a part of his body that was created to go out and take care of this gorgeous, like, what's your favorite flower? What's your favorite food? What made that food come together to, ta to taste the way it did? And what is your part? And, and um, taking that to someone else. Don't you get excited when you find a good recipe? And, and why does Starbucks have the monopoly on all the good stuff when they're using their power for evil? Who were you created to be? To go out and use your power, which is true God-given Holy Spirit, bought on the cross. Who are you made to be? And I mean, I could go on forever. And that is my heart. We were made for so much more. Don't let the enemy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, you, I heard someone say, talk about this this week. And I recorded it, but it's on my phone, which is, I'm um, recording this. So, <laughs> um, but you're not going to grow when you're living in sin. And that's the biggest thing. Like, you're not going to grow when you're giving in to the enemy. And you're not going to grow. Like, yes, God redeems us. God forgives us. God restores us. God sanctifies us like God is all powerful he is so much bigger than our choices he's so much bigger than our human flesh but you are not going to grow when you are you're not going to thrive you're not going to you're not going to be your full potential if you are living 
And sin, if you're watching that TV show, if you're talking to that person that is not good for you and you know he's not good for you, I can't tell you how many girls I've watched through high school, through college, date guys that are not good for them and they know they're not good for them, but they do it anyways and they're destroyed and they do not grow in the relationship with Christ at all because they're so wrapped up in what the enemy has their minds in and mind control that is like that's what we talk about that's like that's what we are talking about like you're you are forgiven if you are in Christ like you are a new creation like yes you are redeemed but you will not grow like there are weeds in the gardens that you have to get out like gardens do not grow with weeds in them like you have to get the weeds out because they will strangle them I mean it's the parable of the weed and the parable of the so like all of that like you can't grow with weeds around you. And if mm-hmm. you, even if you are, you're being strangled and like tangled up and you're not living, like you're not living your full potential. You're not li- mm-hmm. living your full purpose and you're not living in like the heart and the joy that Christ is because Psalm 16, Proverbs 16, like fullness Psalm of six, joy. Oh yeah. Psalm 16, in yeah. your presence is fullness of joy. Like in your right hand are treasures. Yeah. And I mean, I, you're just you're not going to grow if you're watching that tv show like that's all i just want like everything else too but i just know y'all are struggling with and i know that netflix is the enemy is using the non-limited streaming and i know it because y'all talk about it y'all been talking about it i mean i've experienced it i'm not sitting here saying that i don't watch multiple shows over and over because it's just so easy to do it but it's not where God has us. It's not where we're going to grow. Like, we are not going to grow in Christ if we are giving that much time to anything else. I wish I could take a picture of that crazy tomato plant. It was so <laughs> it was not good. It kind of grew, like, up and out of nothing. We didn't, You know, a tomato plant, you're supposed to have the, the thing around it so that as it grows, it just falls on the support. Well, this tomato plant I, I was just thinking about like the um sorry the the analogy got stuck in my head okay so um i was processing it all and we all know that my my processor needs to be updated it's my favorite processor <laughs> um so i had this tomato plant on the ground and it kind of i didn't know it was there i think it maybe came up from last year and so i didn't ever look at it but we saw it yesterday it was like so long and just stretched out over everything but it was it just it kind of grew and grew and grew but just all uh, like splayed out over nothing it was not thriving it wasn't pretty Mm -hmm. it wasn't good I'm not sure maybe a tomato a tomato came from it there were a couple of tomatoes from it but again it was just all long and sprawly on the ground okay but next to it there was a tomato plant that had support around it. And so it grew up and it was so full and it had, it had like probably 15 like um, stalks from the original plant that was put in the ground. It had 15 growths that sprouted up. Whereas the one over here, I just um, like stems that sprouted up. Sorry, (laughs) not growths, stems. But the one on the ground that didn't have support only had four. I just remember, mm. I, I can see it. And that's why I'm having a hard time explaining it. But it had four just off in different directions. And there were just, it was sprawly, 
um, brown, like almost dried up looking. It just wasn't pretty. But the one with support grew up. It, um, it had more production. It had more, um, it had hundreds, like so many stalks of these cute little baby tomatoes. They were called um, candy. Candy tomatoes is what they were because they were only like that big. Um, they weren't even grape tomatoes. They were little baby grape um, tomatoes. But I'm not kidding. There were so many, and they were they were producing all summer long, like what a tomato plant is supposed to do. So, you know, as you move forward through your days and your weeks and your months, like we always talk about this. We've talked about watering camels. We, all, we always want to give you a picture in your mind of, where are you going? Like, we're all on a journey. And I, there's a verse in Proverbs that talks about the journey we're on. I want to say it's maybe 411. I don't know where that's coming from, but maybe that's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, and so, <laughs> you want to check that out? Um, so, what kind of tomato plant do you want to be? Like, do you want to be the one without support that's all, like, splayed out in every different direction? and dried up and um, not producing too many tomatoes? Or do you want to be the one with support, with your accountability party partner, or group of friends, your accountability party? Because life's a party, right? Sevens love parties. And the more people, the more the merrier, right? So um, so do you want to, which plan maybe do you want to be? accountability. Oh yeah, maybe not. Plants <laughs> keep stitching my head. <laughs> it's like tickling me. But yeah, you're right, and not accountability. But you know what I'm saying. That's We all need a support network to make sure that we're heading in the right direction um, and, and growing into who we were created to be, the thriving tomato plant with lots of baby tomatoes, lots of, um, lots of fruit, lots of good fruit, fruits of the spirit, lots of love and joy. Is it 411? Did you find um, that? Yeah, it's a good, yeah, I don't, it's, it's not the right one. I mean, it is, it is, I just, my version doesn't say journey, but I mean, it's the right thing you're talking about. It actually, there it is. Yeah. Um, it says, this starts at 10, it's 410, listen my son, accept my words, and you will live many years. I am teaching you the way of wisdom. I'm guiding you on straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered, and when you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Don't let go. Guard it, for it is your life. Keep off the path of the wicked and don't proceed on the evil ones. So it's really chapter 4, verses 10 through 19. It's talking about the ways of life. Then it's 4, 20 through 27, because then it talks about the straight path. Don't lose sight of them. Keep them in your heart, for they are life to those who find them. Guard your heart above all, for it's the for you. Yeah, so see that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So see, that's what we're talking about. That's how Holy Spirit talks to us. Jesus talks to us when you choose to live a joyful life with him for his glory. Yes. So I'm going to wrap this up with. Yes, it's about time, right? For the end. No, we're still good. I mean, whoever's hanging with us still. But um, (laughs) the end of chapter six is, um, you know, the things that we don't ever want to, you know, just spell out. But I'm going to read them because, um, I mean. They're there for a reason. We can kind of insert, I mean, the whole point is that our bodies are a temple and it's where the Holy Spirit is. And we are so, like, we 
we take care of our clothes, like we take care of our cars, we take care of our house, like we take care of what we live in, but we don't take care of our bodies. And our bodies are where the Holy Spirit is. And that's like, that's really, I mean, I talked a little bit about in our devotions, like it's not just like this says flee sexual morality. Every other sin a person commits is outside of the body, but the person who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. And when we sin inside our bodies, like to our own bodies, that's really, I mean, it's what we're watching. It's what we're listening to. It's what we're talking about. It's what, um, I mean, it's what you are in your generation surrounded with. And I like am not just going to act like I don't know that that's happening because I do and I know what y'all are talking about and I know what y'all are being told and what y'all are being tempted with and I know what y'all are watching and I know all of that stuff and like and it's it's not only destroying your bodies and you're not only going to have consequences later but it's destroying your mind and that's what I like want to go back to chapter two because it just says like it says we have the mind of Christ and like just knowing that like the person without the spirit does not receive what comes from God's spirit because it is foolishness to him he is not able to understand it since it is evaluated spiritually the spiritual person however can evaluate everything and yet he himself cannot be evaluated by anybody for who has known the Lord's mind that he may instruct him but we have the mind of Christ and so like I mean it's just this our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit and we we have to protect them like we we have to protect them. We have to protect our minds because that's what the enemy's after. He's after our heart and he's after our mind. And that's why, I mean, Proverbs 4 does go into all of that because it is guard your heart. Like, and there's so much, I mean, we've talked about guarding your heart, like for the last whole year. I mean, I feel like it comes to everything because I just learned really like in this season last year, like God really just showed it to me that like guarding your heart is not like, blocking everybody out and not ever doing anything but it's letting God do it and it's letting God be the protector of your heart and I mean if if you have parents like hopefully you know like what it feels like to be protected and other people here protecting you and like I'm really protective and she got hit with the tennis ball yesterday and I was ready to go pounce on the girl who hit it like I was so mad and like that's how the Holy Spirit is like I mean God is I'm not worried about you I just don't like people that hurt you um, so like God is protecting the Holy Spirit is protecting our hearts and our minds, but we have to let him do it. We can't, we can't expect to be just filling our minds with trash and then being okay. Like it's, it doesn't work that way. And the enemy's going to make you think that it works that way be- because he knows it doesn't. And he, the enemy's already defeated. He just wants us to forget it. And the reason I'm so passionate about it, passionate about it is because no one told me. No one told me that anyone that any of this was bad. I me mean, either. and and so I didn't know, and I just unknowingly just allowed it to happen. And there was a lot of years of consequences that I had to deal with. Like I haven't always been like this. I dealt with years of pain and struggling and working through all the pain. It, let me just use this last illustration um who likes to make cookies who likes to make cake peanut butter pie i mean do you sit there 
and just go to the store and try to figure out, okay, I think I need some flour, I need some sugar, I need some eggs, I need some brown sugar, I need some chocolate chips, and I'm just going to go figure out how to make cookies. And then you, what if, like, you do that and you put them all together, do you think they'd turn out okay? And would you serve them to your friends? Would you want anyone to eat them? Because they probably wouldn't taste very good because you wouldn't know how much to use and um, you wouldn't know the recipe. Um, but we do have a recipe for cookies and we follow the recipe for cookies and they taste good and we all enjoy the cookies. And so, <laughs> um, and like lemon cookies, like I have no idea how to make mm. these. My favorite are like lemon rosemary cookies. They're so good. Um, but I, I would follow a recipe because I want my cookies to turn out right. Well, okay, so here's the recipe for your life. We follow God's word so we can enjoy our life. If you go against God's word, it's not going to be fun. It's not. And so that's why we tell you these things. That's why I, Amy's so good at like making all the bullet points. And I give the practical because I've already had to work out the daily redemption. The daily, how do I get through this? And so that's why we are so passionate about this. It's because I've lived it. I mean, you couldn't come to me with any situation that would surprise me. That's true. I've tried. And, and all, I mean, and, and praise God that he is so much bigger and he loves us so much that he never gives up on us, but it does not give us a license to sin. It just doesn't turn out that way. It doesn't turn out good. And that's what First Corinthians 5 talks about. Expel the immoral brother because he turns you over to your sin so that it will drive you into such despair that you'll want to come back to the good life. And that's Jesus. The good life is Jesus, not the despair. <laughs> yeah, so we love y'all so much. We do. We love you. I, I haven't seen all your faces. I don't know all your names, but I do pray for you. And I, I, I pray for your situations. And it just, but we know that God's so much bigger. And that's what's so good. And we love you so much. And I wish I could look into both cameras. <laughs> so um, anyway. Yes, we're looking into both cameras. Yes. All right. Well, um. You can hang out with us in the garden this this month, and that will be monthly. Um, we're doing First and Second Corinthians this month. Um, there will be something new in October. Um, so just see us there. And um, city groups and Girl Talk, we'll have Girl Talk gatherings in all of our cities this month. Invite um, your friends. Yes. Tell so your friends and come. You'll get texts about that if you're um, signed up for Girl Talk. You can go to our website and sign up for Girl Talk 2020, and that will get you on the text. We won't be posting a lot of stuff about our gatherings just because, um, you know, I don't like the trolls, so I just stay away from them. So if you're upset about um, why we're gathering, then um, sorry, but you can just go not gather. So, um, yeah, and I think that's it. Go look at our instagram website all of that just to figure out what we're doing mm -hmm. and um if you have any questions let us know but just remember that you have the mind of christ and he is guarding you and protecting you and um you don't have to live in sin like you do not have to live with the enemy you can live with the um victory of christ and you already have it and so don't forget it and we love you and um yeah join us next time have a great sunday you. happy sunday bye bye